friends, welcome to the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast, where we're all about taking action and making progress towards what matters most. My name's Brittany, and I'm a coach, community builder, and your self-care BFF. My heart is to empower and equip hardworking, purpose-driven women just like you to take care of yourself so that you can go out into your world and love and serve from that overflow. Each week, we'll tackle topics that help you show up as your best self, navigate sticking points, and get real and raw about what it takes to be on journey. I'm the founder of the Self-Care Sisterhood community, and I believe we weren't meant to do life or our journeys alone. I wanna help you live your best life. So welcome, let's dive in. Hey, hey, Sisterhood. I'm so pumped to be here with you today. If you're joining me in real time, we are approaching the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. And this time of year is such an interesting one because one part of me wants to slow down and soak in the nostalgia traditions of the holidays. But then there's this other piece of me that's fighting. It's the goal-driven part of me that wants to achieve the things and make it happen all before the ball drops, right? It's the end of year. And even though I'm tired and I'm ready to go inward and enjoy Home Alone, flannel jammies, and checks Mix on repeat, there's things to do. There's goals to be met. And so I'm caught in this tension. And I hope if you're listening, you get this. I'm working on this in my life in real time because I am a recovering do more aholic. When I was working in my health and fitness coaching business, the end of the year often brought up feelings of not being enough. And my go-to default, if I'm not feeling like I'm doing enough or that I am enough, is honestly to just do more. I would see all the goals I hadn't achieved clearly laid out and I would simultaneously be beating myself up for like quote unquote not being there. And then I'd also hustle harder just in case I could make up that difference before the ball dropped. And I've shared it before, but it's worth repeating for this episode. I would end up sick by the time the year was over, like every year y'all just sick. And looking back, I know it was my body's way of saying, I've had enough, Britt. I need a break. And I know you might be like, what does hustling at the end of the year have to do with the fact that I pressed play on a gratitude practice episode? And to that, I'm telling you it's everything. This is not going to be your mama's episode about gratitude. Today, I'm going to get real with all my goal getters out there about how essential a gratitude practice is in your life and your journey. As ambitious women, it's easy to focus on the gap between where we are and where we desire to be constantly focusing on that middle of what's missing, right? And even worse, it's really easy to get caught up in that I'll be happy when trap. You know the one, right? Where you're like, I'll be happy when I achieve this thing or I'll be happy when I get the promotion. I'll be happy when I find the man. But Glennon Doyle, one of my favorite authors and speakers, she says, there's no there there. And she's spot on. You'll never be happy when, because when you get there, this proverbial there, you'll already be looking at the next target, the next goal you want to achieve. And it just becomes this vicious cycle. And one, to be honest, I've been trapped in so much of my life that it's like I'm unlearning these habits and tendencies that are ingrained in me, right? Every mountaintop that you come to, aka goal you achieve, is simply going to point out all the other mountains there are to climb. I mean, think about it. You climb the mountain, you get to the top, you take a breath, and when you look around, you'll immediately see every other peak in the distance. And if we're not careful, we'll end up only focused on those peaks, on those goals. We'll forget that there's so much more to the journey 
like the parking lot that's holding us safe, the valleys in between each mountain where we get still, where we get ready, where we wait for the next climb. Moments on the next climb that test every ounce of strength we've got, that uphill battle, right? Breaks we have to take, that ease of the downward descent. And of course, the mountaintop, I freaking did it moments. It's all part of the journey. And I've gotten this wrong so many times. I can get so focused on moving from goal to goal, year to year, that I forget to enjoy the journey. I forget to look around and be grateful. And I know I'm speaking in a lot of metaphor right now, but I hope you're with me. I hope you get it. The mountaintop is that goal, right? The steep climb resembles that hard work it takes to get there. The parking lot is that safe space you return to and recalibrate. The valley in between the mountains, that's where we have those waiting periods, where we decide where to climb next, where we make preparations. And I could keep going. But today I want to talk about why gratitude specifically is essential for my goal-driven ladies. And I also want to help simplify it into a practice that you'll actually do. Because you know me, I want you to leave our time together here each week and take some freaking action. So are you ready? Let's dive in. First, I want to talk about the power of gratitude for my goal-getters. When we put our heads down and get laser focused on a goal, it's easy, like I said, to get caught up in the pursuit of success and the actual outcome that we forget all about gratitude. Like I've said before, as ambitious women, it's easy to focus on what we lack, what we're striving for, and that gap between where we are now and where we desire to be. But what if I told you that embracing gratitude is actually a secret weapon? It is. It's a secret weapon for all my goal-driven ladies who are seeking to achieve their dreams and aspirations, but also feel fulfilled along the way. I know, I know, it sounds super woo-woo, but one of my favorite entrepreneurs, she's always reminding me that sometimes the best things happen when the woo meets the work. There's power in a regular gratitude practice that goes beyond going around the table at Thanksgiving and sharing a few things we're grateful for. It's where you take the woo of gratitude, but you break it down with the work that it takes, right? So let me share with you a couple reasons why gratitude is such a powerful practice. Number one, it shifts your mindset. At the heart of gratitude is a fundamental shift in your mindset. When you cultivate a grateful attitude, you begin to see the world through a more positive lens, right? Challenges become opportunities, setbacks become stepping stones and your overall outlook, it becomes one of optimism. This shift in perspective is essential for my goal setters because it enables us to navigate the inevitable hurdles that are going to be on your path with resilience and determination. Gratitude is also a great motivator. When you're pursuing a goal, I promise you that you'll face moments of self-doubt, frustration, maybe exhaustion, weariness. If not, you're probably not doing anything meaningful enough to stretch you. Can I get an amen? It can be tough, but gratitude can act as a powerful motivator in those uncomfy moments because it's essentially a look back, like a reflection at all you've already achieved, all you already have, and all that you already are in this moment without one more step, without one more thing checked off. This is progress and it feels freaking good, right? By appreciating the progress you've made, even in the face of setbacks, you fuel that drive to keep pushing forward. Gratitude reminds you of all that you're capable of because think about it. If you did it before, why would you not be able to do it again? So it's such a great motivator. Another thing is that gratitude strengthens relationships. Let's be real, if you're on pursuit to achieve a goal, you know as well as I do that no one achieves their goals entirely on their own. 
whether it's through the support of a mentor or coach who's given you tools and resources and that support you need to achieve your goals, or maybe a circle of girlfriends cheering you on and helping to remind you of how capable you are on those tough days when you feel like giving up. Or maybe it's your spouse or partner taking on the load at home so you have the capacity, the time, the space to work on your fitness goals or side hustle or whatever it is that you're working towards. Relationships play a crucial role in success. I love naming people in my life who I'm extremely grateful for. It not only strengthens the bonds I have with them, but it also reminds me that I cannot do this journey alone. Gratitude also grounds us to this moment. Y'all, life is precious. I know we're so focused on where we're going, but if we aren't careful, we'll miss what's happening right here, right now. Gratitude encourages me to live in the present moment, to be thankful for my life exactly as it is, knowing that I'm working towards something even more magical. By practicing gratitude, you learn to acknowledge and savor the present, and this helps you live more intentionally and focused, making your decisions and actions on the day-to-day more deliberate, which we love around here, right? So it grounds us in this moment to these small choices, that make the bigger things happen. And lastly, gratitude reminds us that there is joy in the journey. While achieving your goals and getting to those mountaintop moments is no doubt a big freaking deal, it can sometimes feel frustrating or even defeating when the next goal is really far away. Tell me you get this. But friends, the journey is where we are growing into the type of women who can handle the success and achievement on the other side. Sometimes we're waiting for this goal, but it's in the waiting that we become prepped and prepared. Gratitude allows you to find joy in the pursuit of your dreams. It reminds you that the process itself, those small victories and the daily efforts that keep adding up, they're just as important as that final destination. The process becomes the prize. Gratitude reminds me that true fulfillment is not just about reaching my goals, but it's about finding contentment and purpose along the way. I used to hustle for my dreams, friends, and in that space, it was super easy to overlook the practice of gratitude. But I promise you, I've learned the hard way that getting to the mountaintop and hustling on to climb the next one and the next one and the next one, it's a recipe that has left me burnt out over and over and over again. Being grateful along the way provides me a positive shift in my mindset. It boosts my motivation and builds that grit that I need. It strengthens my relationships, grounds me in the moments that I don't want to miss out on, and it ensures true fulfillment along the journey. And that's important, friends. It really does change everything. So lastly, I want to simplify gratitude for us. I hope so far this helps you see that gratitude isn't just a warm, fuzzy feeling that we can conjure up around the holidays, that it's actually a powerful tool we can use daily to help us stay focused, motivated, and fulfilled while pursuing our goals. And I get it. Sometimes we make something so simple, so complex. When I was prepping for this episode, I was like, okay, but gratitude's just like simple, right? But why aren't we doing it? Well, I think sometimes things that are simple, we simply forget about. In all the things that consume our daily lives, juggling work, family, personal ambitions, it can feel like you don't have time to sit and do this like 10-step daily gratitude routine. So today I want to simplify it for you. I want to make gratitude a practice that's not only effective for you and that you don't just recognize the power in it, but also something that's manageable for you on the busiest of days in the most full seasons. So I've got five simple ways that you can exude gratitude daily, regardless of what season you're in. Number one is pillow talk. Anyone else's mom used to listen to radio stations that turned to like pillow talk after 8 p.m.? I swear it wasn't sleazy. It was simply just slower, more relaxing music and like a radio host who had the smoothest voice. It was basically melatonin before melatonin was cool, you know? Anyway, pillow talk is my silly way of reminding you that whenever you find your head meeting the pillow, you can use that as a moment to practice some gratitude. 
a little pillow talk, if you will. It's an easy way to start or end your day on a positive note. So here's a couple ideas of how to incorporate it. If it's in the morning, take a few minutes after your alarm goes off, before you get out of those comfy sheets and think about the highlights from your previous day or what you're grateful for for the day up ahead. And if it's at night before you fall asleep, just do a quick reflection back on the day and think about any moments or people you're grateful for. Expressing gratitude for those specific events, people or moments that made your day special or that you're looking forward to, it can be so much for your spirit. You can even combine this with a little prayer if that feels good for you too. Now, this is something you can do silently in your mind, or you could even share your thoughts out loud with a partner if you have one. I personally love to ask Charlie what his favorite part of the day was as a way to connect with one another and get our minds framed or reframed around what filled us up that day versus maybe what drained us as we're winding down. The second one I feel like is the most obvious one, but I'm still going to say it. Keep a daily journal or even a gratitude jar. Keeping a gratitude journal or a gratitude jar is an effective and tangible way to practice gratitude daily. And honestly, I didn't get into a regular gratitude practice until I physically bought a journal that helped me do this. Now, I personally like to write down a few things I'm grateful for every morning. And the win the morning journal is a really helpful place to start, especially if you want to get in that morning practice of making that happen, because there's a physical space laid out in the journal that is designated for gratitude. So if you're going to find a journal, I would highly recommend grabbing one that does have a section for gratitude. But I've also heard of people keeping gratitude jars on their counter. And while I haven't personally done that as like a habitual practice, I freaking love that idea. So here's a couple ideas for how to get this going in your own life. Number one, make sure that you set aside a few minutes each day to jot down a couple things, maybe three, five things you're thankful for. It could even just be one. Like I said, you can use a physical journal and I highly recommend one that has gratitude marked in it so that it becomes a part of your journaling routine. Again, shameless plug for the win the morning journal. Or you could even use a digital note taking app. And if you're using a gratitude jar, I would just recommend keeping like scrap pieces of paper and maybe a fun marker or pen near the jar. That way you can write a quick note with your daily expression of gratitude, full it up, pop it in the jar and move on. This might even be fun to do with your family, right? And so every day everyone has access to this jar, maybe keep it in a place where everyone can see it. And it just becomes like a a we thing instead of just a me thing. And my favorite part of writing it down, honestly, is that every so often, whether it's the journal or the jar, you can go back and review what you've written down. And I even think this would be a fun family activity, maybe monthly or quarterly or at the end of every year to gather the jar, dump it out and see the accumulation of positivity in your life and in the life of those that you love most. The third way you can incorporate gratitude simply into your daily life is with a TSA rule. So another way to weave gratitude into your daily life in a simple way is by thinking about TSA rules. Now, you know when you're in the airport and TSA, like the security, comes over the PA and says, if you see something, say something? This is what I want you to think of when it comes to all things gratitude and compliments and just positivity in general. I want you to keep the mantra, if you see something, say something close to your heart. And even a step further, if you think something like how grateful you are for your husband's skills when it comes to bringing your DIYs to life, or maybe how hard you can tell your girlfriend has been showing up to her fitness goals lately, or your mother-in-law who's showing up and kind of carrying some of the load for you lately, if you think something, say something. Whenever you witness, experience, or think about something that elicits feelings of gratitude, I want you to immediately express it to that relevant person. So here's how to implement it into your daily life. If someone does something kind or helpful, say thank you right then and there. Don't wait. I want you to let them know you appreciate their actions in the moment. 
Be specific in your appreciation. Instead of like a general thank you, explain what you're thankful for. For example, I really appreciate how you supported me when I was starting my business. It made a huge difference whenever I felt like throwing in the towel is a really clear way of expressing your gratitude specifically to the person who has been rallying with you as you're growing your business. If you experience a moment of gratitude when you're not in the same location as the person, send a text, an email, or my favorite, a handwritten note expressing that thanks. Snail mail is my personal fave because I love when someone actually takes the time to write their words of appreciation to me. It feels good, right? And so I try to pay that same feeling forward. And then don't just recognize the outcomes, but also the efforts people are putting in. If someone is putting in hard work, acknowledge it because we all like to be seen. And lastly, don't just limit this practice to people you know. If you see something, say something. If you think something, say it. If you see your waitress doing an amazing job and you think that to yourself, tell her. Or if a stranger's kindness touches you, take a moment and say something and express your gratitude. By adopting that TSA rule, if you see something, say something, you're ensuring that gratitude is not only felt, it's not only something you're thinking, but it's also shared externally with the people who make a positive impact on your life. And it's a simple and powerful way to strengthen those connections and just spread a little positivity. The next way I've implemented gratitude into my life, especially in fuller seasons, is pairing it with something else. In seasons where I've been more on the go than usual, integrating gratitude with something else has really been helpful, especially for my self-talk, because it helps it become more positive. Like I want you to think daily commute, while you're walking, doing the dishes, or even when you're feeding your newborn baby, okay? All of these moments are ones where you could go inward and start to tell a different story than maybe you typically do. Like normally, maybe on your daily commute, you could be upset about what happened at work and just replaying that in your mind. Or maybe while you're walking, you're just stressed about something and that's all that's playing on loop, doing the dishes, etc. right? Instead of having more of a negative track on loop, these are awesome moments to have a different playlist, right? It takes being quiet and mindful, but that's something we're all about in this space, right? So here's a few ways I've done this in my life that might be helpful. I've used my daily commute to reflect on things I'm grateful for. So when I was a teacher, I'd commute home without my radio on or music so that I could take a moment, get quiet about my day, reflect on it, and find things to be grateful for. Another idea is going on a gratitude walk. This is an awesome way to take a break midday and it doesn't have to be long. Even walking, there were times when I'd walk from my classroom to the copy machine. That could be a moment I could pivot my mindset from like the to-dos, the stresses, to things I was generally grateful for. Shoot, even standing at the copier, you guys, and considering what you're grateful for, that could be an option. So find a way to pair it with something else when your brain is normally running through other tasks. And lastly, pair it with something you normally grumble through. There was a season where we didn't have a dishwasher when we lived in California. And y'all, I know, first world problems, but... I freaking hated it. The dishes were a never-ending task, and at that time, I was the partner in our home who typically carried this load. One day, though, I had an epiphany. Instead of grumbling silently or having a mental breakdown about how much I hated that task, I decided to use that time to go through all the things I was grateful for and even use it as a time to pray. It seriously flipped the way I viewed that task and that season and became a positive moment for my mindset versus a downward spiral. And then lastly, make it a part of your weekly or monthly reflections. I get it. Not every day is going to be perfect. I don't lay my head on a pillow always envisioning all I'm grateful for. I don't always drive in a meditative, positive silence. And some days I'm just doing my freaking best. Can I get an amen? That's why we have to remember that all of our tools that we have in this space, they're here to help us, not trap us when we're not perfect. Gratitude is a tool, not a trap. So while daily expressions of gratitude are amazing and so powerful, it's also totally okay to use it as a reflection tool on a weekly or monthly basis. So here 
here's a couple ways that I would do that. Dedicate a specific time each week or month to review your recent experiences. I personally love, and if you've listened to previous episodes, you probably know, I love to do a monthly, quarterly check-in reflection, and I will link a previous episode in the show notes below so that if you've never listened to my monthly, quarterly reflections, you can totally check that out. But this would be a really great place to look back on all of the things that happened throughout the month or the quarter or whatever, the year, and just take a moment and ground yourself in some gratitude from that season. You can reflect on the people, the places, the things and memories that brought you joy or taught you valuable lessons. I personally love living my life out loud on social media for this exact reason, because I can go back through the archives of my stories and posts and see what I can be grateful for. It jogs my memory because it's like a daily diary I keep for myself. Expressing gratitude for the overarching themes of your life during that period can be really helpful. So I think about my life sometimes as seasons, and that helps me. I can think about, for example, this last summer. This last summer, we packed up our home in Dallas and we moved to Tampa. And so I can look at that season of moving and I can be grateful within that time period for all the people that I got to spend time with and then people that I'm now meeting and the memories that we're making along the way. Friends, so much of the conversation we have here in this space is centered around being our best selves. And with that, I know, I know you're often looking at those mountaintop moments or goals on your list. And so today I hope this episode, it showed you the power of gratitude along that journey. Because what a sad place to get to if you don't have anything or anyone to be thankful for along the way. What a bummer it would be if you never actually told the people that matter to you that you were so thankful for them while they were helping you along, right? And what a disservice I would be giving you if I didn't remind you often that the best moments aren't only the ones on top of those mountains. I've had amazing moments right here in the mundane, simple, slow, in-between, normal, unsexy places of my journey. Gratitude has taught me to look for that. It's not just about the goals, friends. It's about the journey. You'll hear me preach that time and time again around here. For my fellow goal-getters, finding joy in the journey and gratitude along the way, it can be the secret sauce leading to a more fulfilling and successful life. Enjoying the freaking process, right? Because why not? So let's make it simple on ourselves. It's not some woo-woo practice. It's the work. A fresh mindset and energy that can help us stay motivated, resilient, and connected on our journey to those dreams we've got laid on our hearts. You know I'm rooting for you. You know I believe in you. And I can't wait to hear how this episode is speaking to you in your life and in your journey. A challenge you this week to embrace gratitude as a simple daily habit, whether it's pillow talk, a little gratitude on the go, maybe the TSA rule, if you see something, say something, or simply journaling it out, whether that's on the day-to-day or even in a monthly quarterly reflection. I dare you to show up and see how gratitude works its magic in your life and on pursuit to your goals. And then do me a solid and tag me on social and share. Take a screenshot of this episode after you're done listening. Tell me what you're loving and learning along the way because I love seeing how this content is moving in your life. All right, friends, I will see you right here, same place, same time next week on the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love today's topic, it would mean the world to me if you shared this on your social to help spread the word. Tag me at Inspire Beauty Brit so I can see what you're loving and learning along the way. All right, friends, till next time, let's go out there, take some action.